Hi, I'm your host, Amy Frina. For over 30 years, Care Credit has been enabling people just like you to get the care, procedure, or surgery they want or need when they want it. Behind the thousands of amazing testimonials we receive from our cardholders are the dedicated providers and healthcare workers who make these stories possible. In this series, we are giving you exclusive access to these well-respected and renowned care experts who are all part of our Care Credit Network and asking them to share the information and answers you need to make informed decisions about your health, wellness, and personal care. We are going to be discussing laser skin resurfacing with Dr. Jacob Rispler. Dr. Rispler is a well-respected board-certified dermatologist and a member of the American Academy of Dermatology and the American Society of Laser Medicine and Surgery. He has three practices in Southern California and attracts patients from around the world. Dr. Rispler and his innovative techniques have been featured on local and national television, in magazines, and in medical articles. Hey, I'm Amy, and we are joining you live today from the studio with Dr. Rispler, who is going to talk to us a little bit about laser skin resurfacing. How are you today, doctor? Fine. All right, so tell us a little bit about your educational background. I graduated medical school in 1973 from Mount Sinai School of Medicine in New York City. Okay. Did my internship in New York at Beth Israel Hospital, and then underwent dermatology subspecialty training in Philadelphia at the Skin and Cancer Hospital. All right. What inspired you to become a dermatologist? Well, we call it external medicine rather than internal medicine, and uh, it encompasses a lot of things that other specialties don't have. We do a lot of surgery. We do a lot of infectious disease. Uh, we do a lot of diagnostics. There's over 10,000 skin diseases, and we get to interact with patients who are many times not that sick, So, um, so that's... That's and all different age groups. <laughs> gotcha. So when you're not busy working, tell us a little bit about your hobbies. What are you doing? Well, I tend to be a workaholic, so okay. I don't have much <laughs> free time, but I do a lot of traveling internationally. Okay. And interested in classical music and the theater. What's one of the most interesting places you've been? I would have to say Indonesia, Bali. Okay. Why? And the Mideast. Well, everybody goes to Hawaii, but this is like Hawaii on steroids. Uh -huh. And the exotic nature of their version of the Hindu religion was very interesting okay. and diverse. What would you say is the most rewarding part about your job? Well, it's actually seeing the patients get better in direct time. Mm -hmm. I mean, many of the skin diseases sort of work in slow-mo. It takes a long time to see the effect. But with these new cosmetic procedures, we're able to see the effect almost immediately. So what is laser skin resurfacing, and what can it treat? Well, that's old terminology. Laser skin resurfacing refers to the CO2 laser, uh, the old CO2 laser, where you used to take off layers of skin to mm -hmm. try to refresh the skin, try to tighten the skin a little bit. The problem was there was a lot of downtime. Mm -hmm and can only be done on light-skinned patients. So most of our diverse California population could not be treated. Okay, so who would be an ideal candidate for laser resurfacing? Well, currently we're doing laser resurfacing with the radio frequency. So okay. we can do all skin types, Wonderful. even people with African heritage. Okay. So pretty much anybody. So doctor, in your office specifically, take us through the whole patient experience. How does it start? How does it end? So 
we offer a complimentary consultation. So that's just an easy, non-threatening way for a patient to get some general information about their condition. Okay. If they are candidates, based on my staff's analysis, I see them at that same, at that same venue um, and discuss what the treatments will do and what they don't do. Okay. Um, and discuss find out what the patient's expectations are, what they were thinking. Mm -hmm. um, for example, oh, I thought it would just take five minutes in one treatment. No, these treatments can take two to three hours. And based on your condition, you'll see improvement after one, but you need three. I'm recommending three. Okay. Well, the nice thing about it, you could do one and just assess it, although there's not a linear effect. So sometimes, if it's a very severe condition, you may need to do at least two to see it. Gotcha. Are there any barriers that could get in the way for any of these procedures well, from the even, patient on the, on the patient's behalf? Well, there, there is a subset who don't want any downtime. Okay. So what we consider in the medical field as minimal, very little social downtime, two or three days, people don't want to do that. I'm in the public's eye all the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't want to take off my makeup, things like that. Gotcha. So that could be a barrier. Okay. Um, also, the fact that there's a long lag period to see, you see immediate effects, but the full effect is six to 12 months for some of these procedures. Gotcha. Which is nice because you don't have that radical change. Right. And most of the people come back in a year and say, people don't know what's happened to me, but they tell me I lost weight or I look better, but they don't know, they can't peg it because they don't see any suture lines, they don't see any scars, and they didn't see me for the three days of social downtime. Right. So there's that immediate expectation part and then finally, probably the most important factor is the cost. So are the majority of your patients women, or do you see quite a bit of men as well? So this appeals a lot to males who cannot have plastic surgery, so on the rejuvenation. Plus the men, some of the men could care less about tightening of the skin. They just want to get rid of the defects, which the plastic surgeons can't help them with. So at least 40% of the rejuvenation patients are men. Gotcha. Now, acne, on the other hand, affects men more than it does women because it's androgen driven. It's driven by testosterone. Interesting. So the men have the worst scars. Hmm. But it seems like 80% of the patients I treat with lasers and radiofrequency devices are women. Interesting. So a lot of the guys feel the scars make them look tough. They <laughs> like them. Right, of course. What would you say is the average cost of laser resurfacing? Well, it depends. Because, uh, the CO2 laser, because it's older technology, seems to run less than the newer technology. Mm -hmm. But one go around would take two to three hours and cost about two to three thousand dollars okay. on probably both coasts, maybe slightly less gotcha. in the middle part of the US. Okay. What, a, what about someone out there who has decided they want to undergo this procedure or this treatment um, and they can't really afford it? What payment options are available for them? Well, that's where Care Credit comes in mm -hmm. and some of the other credit companies too. Okay. When a patient is looking for a doctor um, for seeking someone to help them with laser resurfacing surgery, what advice do you have for them? Well, first of all, I would go to a core specialist, dermatologist, plastic surgeon, head mm -hmm. and neck surgeon. Mm -hmm. Also somebody who specializes in laser. I, for example, have over 30 devices, so it's not just one device. Mm -hmm. Many doctors, most doctors have one device and it's really one size doesn't fit everybody. Right. So there are nuances. Okay. Is there are there some specific questions the patients should ask when they have their first consultation? 
Well, how long the doctor's been doing it, what kinds of procedures, it's very nuanced. Okay. All right. That's good. What are some of the risks or complications that are associated with this procedure? Well, the CO2 laser is very invasive. So it takes off layers of skin. Mm -hmm. So you can get infections, both bacterial, viral, even fungal infections. It can take up to two weeks to heal, and you can okay. stay red for six months. With the newer non-invasive radiofrequency treatments, uh, there's very, if almost no risk at all. Okay, good to know. So what is the difference between carbon dioxide or CO2 and erbium laser resurface, resurfacing? Well, the erbium has no heat. I did my last erbium resurfacing in 1998, so that's okay. really sort of very older technology. Okay. So it would take off layers of skin, but couldn't tighten the skin or eliminate a lot of the wrinkles. The CO2 has a lot of heat, but with the heat comes a lot of problems too. So doctor, tell me a little more about this uh, new radio frequency technology. Well, first of all, it's not light-based. Okay. So it's electronic energy, mm -hmm. and it's very specific, and you can send a lot of energy to different layers of the skin. For example, the first specialty that adapted us was cardiovascular surgery. So mm -hmm. they're able to ablate parts of the heart without damaging other parts. Okay. So it can go much deeper under the skin and actually give almost a facelift-like effect for the appropriate patients, and also work on the deep acne scars for the patients that have deep acne scars. The CO2 laser, um, very hot machine. So it's heat-based, and you take off layers of skin. Okay. So you cannot get to the depth that the radio frequency can get. Right. Um, now, with the newer radio frequency modules, we can actually go superficial too and give you a CO2-like effect without any of the complications. And again, treating all our darker skin patients. Okay. Is there a difference in what they're used to treat, and is there a difference in recovery time? Well, let's first start with acne scars. So most of the acne scars are deep. They're either pitted or shallow rolling ones. The CO2 laser and the erbium really wasn't that helpful. Okay. And if you went down too deep in the skin, you got that artificial scarred-like appearance. Okay. Although there's still a lot of doctors doing it, and again, it's still considered the gold standard because that's been around for 20 to 40 years. Gotcha. Uh, the radio frequency um, can get the depth of these scars, and you could dial in specifically where you want to treat and where you want to heat up. So you could bypass the skin. So in a young patient, you don't have to treat the top layer of skin. So there's really very little downtime. Hmm. So versus a CO2, which you can have two weeks of downtime, six weeks, six months of redness. With the radio frequency, most people can go back to work almost immediately. Gotcha. And three days, most people can just use a little cover-up makeup, both male and female, and go back to work while you can't with the CO2. Number two, it's a dry wound, so there's really nothing to do to take care of it. Hmm. While the CO2 is oozing, you basically have a top layer of skin off. Mm -hmm. So you have to constantly do soaks and bandages, so it's, it's a much bigger production. Okay. And as we talked about earlier, when the patient is in their consultation, it would be behoove them to find out if this type of technology and procedure is even available. Right. And if it, now there's a whole bunch of newer machines, knockoff machines that don't get the depth. So there's only two or three devices that really work. Okay. Now when we go to rejuvenation to older people, yours truly, so sometimes a CO2, you really do have to take off the top layers of skin. Okay. So for the senior set, 
Um, I still do sometimes spot areas of CO2 if they're able to handle the downtime. Okay. Uh, the radio frequency goes deeper and gives them the facelift like effect. Um, okay. Now, there's a completely different laser called the Pico laser, mm -hmm. which was just developed a few years ago, which has no heat base and is a shockwave technology. So, Interesting. no pain. So, the CO2 is very painful. Radio frequency could be painful, but we numb up the skin. Uh, the Pico is almost pain free. Wow. And in certain modes with certain devices, you can get a CO2-like effect without having to do the CO2. So the current go-to for even the very sun-damaged, very aged patient would be the Pico laser followed by the radio frequency. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here and assume it would cost them quite a bit more to do to use these procedures in the newer technology versus the Actually, older actually not true because it, they're so effective we get it done with many less treatments so gotcha. maybe one or two sessions even for an 80 year old hmm. can give them significant effects while with all the technology it could be four to six sessions wow okay that's definitely something to keep in mind so are there things that a patient can do to have an easier recovery for any of these that you've mentioned well the radio frequency in the pico uh it's very difficult for a patient especially for the female patients to not do anything. Uh -huh. I mean, the best way to get it healed is nothing. Okay. Um, and that's very hard. It's like <laughs> it is very hard. Somebody sit still, that's just not having me. third graders sit still. Mm -hmm. So um, while the CO2 laser, it's very complicated. Right. Um, so that's, that, that's the main difference in you, the healing. Okay, you kind of touched on this um, a little bit earlier, but about how long does it take to heal per treatment? Well, uh, the CO2 up to two weeks mm -hmm. of scabbing mm. and really severe downtime, really hard to go out in public. Okay. And then up to six months of pink areas. Okay. Uh, with the radio frequency um, days, five, five days okay. maximum. Interesting. And staying out of the sun all the time, I assume. Well, not necessarily. Okay. Um, although, as a dermatologist, I'm never going to tell you to go to the sun. <laughs> but I've had surfers come and had their acne scars treated, and they just go right to the beach right afterwards. Yes. Interesting. Because if they're not open wounds on the skin, there's really no danger of being outside. Right. Although we recommend for a couple of days to really use the sunblock. Gotcha. Okay. Every day use sunblock, right? Well, <laughs> if for the ones who don't wear sunblock, just at least for the two days after the procedure. Gotcha. Okay. So what results should a patient expect after having laser resurfacing? So if you have severe sun damage, a lot of growths, a lot of brown spots, mm -hmm. I mean, if you use the Pico laser, you can eliminate all the brown areas on the face. Okay. And then with the radio frequency, coagulate the deeper blood vessels, so get rid of all the red areas people that have sun damage. Okay. And then as you go deeper and you, you hit the ligaments and the muscle, you get a facelift-like effect. Right. With the CO2 laser, you're just going to get rid of the top layer of the skin and get new fresh skin growing in. Let me ask you one more question. What is the likelihood of coming, having to come back for treatment? Like, are these one and done, or is, are some of these something you're going to have to come back for every couple of years, or how does that typically look? Well, this is a permanent effect, okay. both for the younger and older patients. So okay. we'll take the acne scars first. So the acne scars, it's done when you're done with the course of treatment. If you have 
severe scarring, you may need two or three okay. go arounds, okay. and then you're done. Um, the aging, the anti-aging lasers, whether you use a CO2, I mean, it's a moving train. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're aging, and you don't know and feel it, but I do, as you hit the senior years, <laughs> the, the curve gets very steep. Right. So the effects are permanent, but the DNA is still damaged, and right. you have to come back for maintenance treatments. Okay. Even facelifts, after three or four to five years, people want to do another facelift, and this is another application for the radio frequency. Ah. Um, so instead of having an undergo a facelift, this sort of gives you half the effect of a facelift, mm -hmm. and you can maintain that facelift for decades. So, Dr. Rispler, who would be the ideal candidate for any of these procedures? Well, let's segue it to the younger patient that has acne scars. Okay. So for acne scars, it's a treatment of choice. There mm -hmm. really wasn't anything good. Right. So it's permanent, and it's great. Uh, it improves the scars 50 to 80% based on the length of the scars and how old they are. Mm -hmm. Um, so the only patient that wouldn't be a candidate is somebody who wants 100% improvement. Right. That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. There's no other technology. So that's fairly clear cut. Okay. With the older patient and sort of patients starting in the 40s, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of other technologies like Botox, fillers, that can give a temporary effect. Right. That may be more cost effective temporarily. Mm -hmm. um, people that have unreasonable expectations that want to facelift with the device. It'll happen for a 40-year-old, will not happen with an 80-year-old. Right. Now, the good news for the 80-year-old is most of the time they're not candidates for surgery, whether they have underlying medical conditions, they don't want to have surgery, mm -hmm. they don't want the downtime, or the surgeon doesn't think their health uh, is, is on par to do the procedure. So then this is the treatment of choice if they understand they're only going to get half of what a plastic surgery full facelift will. Gotcha. On the other hand, this will do a lot of things the plastic surgeon can't do. It'll take care of the brown spots, the red spots, all the sun damage. Right. Without having to do a heavy chemical peel, which gives that waxy look to the skin. Gotcha. Are any of these procedures, like specifically the acne scarring, um, covered by insurance? No, because it doesn't affect the uh, patient's life other than the cosmetic appearance. So the insurance company have taken a hard look at it and, and pretty much deny it all the time. Okay, good to know. Doctor, can you tell us a little bit about what the right candidate for any of these procedures kind of looks like? So let's separate it into the patients that have acne scars. So for acne scars, it's clear-cut. The radiofrequency treatment is the treatment of choice mm -hmm. for all skin types. Um, even if they have active acne, because bizarrely it actually clears up acne almost as good as Accutane while it's improving the scars. Gotcha. Um, there's really no downside other than the patients that want 100% improvement. Uh, even in the best of cases, we can get 70, 80% improvement even on severe acne scars. We never can get it perfect. But good they really know. have no other option. Right. Now for the older patient uh, that wants rejuvenated skin, so let's take people in the 40s and 50s. So there are other non-surgical options, which may be less expensive and less invasive, like mm -hmm. Botox and fillers, although temporary. Right. Um, the people that want the extreme facelifts, the ones that we think are hideous looking, but the <laughs> patients want that, we won't mention any celebrities, um, that stretched out look, this is not potent enough. It works about half as well as plastic surgery. Okay. On the other hand, 
people that can't have surgery due to medical issues, like most people over age 70, mm -hmm. can't tolerate a six or eight hour deep anesthesia treatment. Right. Um, plus they'll get rejuvenated skin, um, they'll get rid of their brown spots, their redness, their sun damage, their precancers, um, and their fine lines and wrinkles okay. um, in, at the same time gotcha. without having to do another procedure. Being that most of this is cosmetic, um, does insurance cover any of these procedures, like even the acne scarring? Well, the acne scarring, uh, the insurance companies feel that there's not a functional disability. Okay. On the skin cancers, they should cover it, but they feel the patient should undergo the more scarring, cutting and burning, and uh, because that's less expensive uh -huh. to the system. Interesting. Okay. And obviously your insurance could give you information on um, specifically what they will cover. Yeah, probably don't count on it. Okay, you heard it here. Wow, so you have 30 different devices, is that what I heard? Yes, well they're spread over a few offices and, okay. and some of them are duplicates or triplicates. Okay. Some of them are older generations that still have an effect and some are just standbys in case one device breaks down. Good to know. So I have a second one just ready to be wheeled in. Okay, where are your locations? Room. So one location, Newport Beach, mm -hmm. close by to here, uh, Beverly Hills and Covina. Wonderful. Okay. So is this a standalone procedure or are there other things involved? Well, for the acne, patients that have acne scars and active acne. So I have three or four different devices that clear the acne. Mm -hmm. uh, then I have some devices that improve the acne and improve the scars. And then there are devices that just do the scars. So it depends on the stage they're in. Gotcha. So if they come in and just have scars, they've had acne, they're 30 years old, and they want to improve the scars, um, it's just a few treatments based on the severity of the scars. Okay. And the reason we spread it out over a few sessions is so the patient doesn't have a lot of downtime. Although people come in from out of state or even overseas, I have a significant amount, I could do it all in one, in one long session. Just the recovery time would be a little different, obviously. Right. Yes, there'll be some more downtime. Got it. Now, for the rejuvenation patient, some people... Uh, like the men, like myself, could care less about wrinkles, just want to get rid of the brown spots. Right. Then there are other people that just have red faces. They don't care about the wrinkles. Then there are people that say, I wear makeup, I don't care about the sun damage, I just want to tighten the skin, I want to have the facial effect. So it's all customized. Every patient has a different course of treatments. Okay, fascinating. All right, we're going to move into a quick lightning round. So I'm just going to ask you this or that, and just whatever's on your mind, you just spit it out. Ready? Yes. Cat or dog? Dog. Hardtop or convertible? Con used to be convertible. Now it's the hardtop. Okay. I get it. Dermatologist, skin, right. sun. Got it. Okay. Surf or ski? Surf. Okay. Golf or running? Running. Night owl or early bird? Used to be night owl. Now it's early bird. <laughs> okay, Age good. appropriate. Right. Decaf or cap? Heavy caffeine. All right. Shop in-store or online? In-store. And NBA or NFL? NBA. All right. Doctor, thank you so much for your time and your insight. We really appreciate it. Thank you. We learned a lot about laser skin resurfacing from one of the country's leading board-certified dermatologists. If you're considering this procedure, we hope we've provided the information you need to decide if you want to take the next step and schedule a consultation. Remember, Care Credit is a leading national healthcare credit card that can enable you to get many of the surgeries, procedures, and treatments you want now and pay over time with everyday promotional financing on purchases of $200 or more. 
Care credit can also be used to pay for co-pays, co-insurance, deductibles, and your health and wellness needs. Care credit is accepted at hundreds of thousands of locations nationwide to pay for care whenever you need and want it. If you are interested in applying for a Care Credit credit card or would like to find a provider in your area who accepts Care Credit, visit us at carecredit.com. And if you found this information valuable, please leave us a five-star review on the App Store and a thumbs up and share it with a friend. I'm Amy Frina with Care Credit, and I will see you soon. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. This content is subject to change without notice and offered for informational use only. You are urged to consult with your individual advisors with respect to any information presented. Synchrony and any of its affiliates, including Care Credit, collectively Synchrony, makes no representations or warranties regarding this content and accepts no liability for loss or harm arising from the use of information provided. All statements and opinions in Care Experts with Care Credit are the sole opinions of the guest. Your receipt of this material constitutes your acceptance of these terms and conditions.